Good morning, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to The Daily Dose. Today we have Bill Moore really diving deep into some grace. <laughs> he and Lori Walker and uh, Lauren Bell uh, have some amazing questions. How to clean those grease traps. We know they're just like a freaking mess. And how we, are, how we need to keep up to code, basically. We need to make sure that we're doing the right thing so we can provide fresh, hot food and entrees that customers want to come back and enjoy. So let's take a listen. Yeah, go ahead. So when I, I know I think you had alluded to on a couple things that um, it just didn't seem to be any hustle. Like, so like, what are you looking for when you say, when you're looking to see that people hustling, like, are you able, I know some trucks down here, we'd be trying to look inside, but the window's so high up. But when you say looking for good hustle, like they're not hustling, like, what are you looking for in particular? And when you, there's a lot of signals that you can, can look at. For instance, this truck had deep fryers. Now I couldn't see how many deep fryers they had, but I could see the stack that's on top of the roof. So every okay. time you drop product into a fryer, it sends up a plume of smoke, which of course gets vented outside. So we're sitting behind the food truck and we can watch those plumes of smoke come up and they weren't coming up regularly enough. Okay. If they were constantly dropping food and then allowing it to cook and they had multiple fryers, there shouldn't have been an obvious plume of smoke and then the dissipation of that smoke. It should have always been about the same level because it should have been food in all different stages of the cooking process from gotcha. being first dropped to being almost done. So that told me that they either weren't paying attention to their ordering as far as what's hanging on their ticket rail or they don't have enough fryers for the amount of food that they try to cook. Because remember, gotcha. it's a 26 item menu, so they had a bunch of fried food on there. Gotcha, okay. Uh, I would have never known to look for that poop of smoke. Yeah, that's good yep. too. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I can tell you all kind of stuff. You want to go to the drive-through window and see how slow they are? Look at the oil spots. If there's a big oil spot where the order is being taken, and then that tells you how slow they are at taking the order. And if you drive to the window and there's a big oil spot there where the pickup window is, and then look at the spot that's right behind it. Because remember, everybody has to stop at the pickup window, but the second yes. spot back. If it's a huge spot as well, that tells you they're always lined up and they're not moving very fast. Wow. Okay. Because okay. ideally you should only just see like a steady stream. There should be a spot at the order taking station and a spot at the pickup window. And I got all Gosh. kinds of tricks I can look for stuff. And I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'll be looking for them tricks. Oh, look, you would have had my name all in the mud the other day. I get on the Mission Tacos food truck to help out. And um, I'm in the window scrubbing fryers that they left a mess with cleaners in them or spray That's on the them. So, yes. So the, the, the girl who's supposed to have been running, I just showed up because they called me and told me somebody couldn't make it. Right. So I said, I'll show up. Papa gets set up and then somebody was going to come later and then I can leave. Well, she and her husband is out on the ladder doing things outside of the truck and two orders come in. So she comes to the window and go, hey, we got two orders, but I'm with a fry basket, gloves and a scrubber in my hand. So I looked at her. I said, and I said, and you need to get in here and cook. She's outside pity patting around. 
six o'clock, the windows open. And I'm like, Lord have mercy. So I told the pastor the other day, I'm gonna set the goals for these people, set the define and that's gonna be it. I don't I can't play with these people anymore because they just don't have the concept. And then they get mad at me the other day when I tell them there's no need for them to market people when you go to market people to come to a truck and can't provide service. Right. That really bothers me that people will will market and invite people in and not be prepared for them. Hmm. You, you're like, going to define their roles, you said, Lauren? Help them yeah, define so their, each of their roles? So, well, their roles are defined as food manager, as food handler. Their roles are already defined. So what I'm going to do with the hours is I'm setting the goals specific goals as far as the team is concerned and the hours everything because what happened was you know when you're learning to work with new people you give them some leeway some decision making to see kind of what they'll do with it if they can kind of work together but these people cannot seem to work together to pull it together for the common goal so what's going to have to happen is the goals for let's say i'll set up how are they supposed to be set up regularly on the daily not when loaded with stuff when you don't think the health inspector is coming but what is the proper wear washing system for those things on the food truck? Well, in general, because some states require a fourth sink, they actually have a sink that they'll uh, call it like a scrape sink, where they'll scrape the food off of you know pots and pans and stuff. So if it's a typical three compartment sink, you have the wash, rinse, and sanitize. What I suggest everybody do is actually mark each sink with how full they should be with water and then have your soap dispensing mechanism, whatever it is, also like a pump. So, you know, one pump goes in or two or however many it takes to get the right uh, mixture of soap to water in the wash sink. The rinse sink could be empty. Some states will let you just run water to rinse stuff off rather than have it be a pool of water. You could do that. And then the, the final sink has to be your sanitized sink. And it's the same deal, it should have a a mark somewhere on the sink that the water goes up this level and you put one pump or two pump or whatever it is um, as far as the sanitizer that you use. Most people don't realize that the sanitizers have to be, uh, the food, uh, the, not the food, the pans have to be left in that sanitized water a certain amount of time depending upon what product they're using. Uh, it's usually a minute or two minutes. Most people, they'll dip it in there, get the, the soap off of it and throw it up to start letting it dry and that's not sanitized that's just rinsed and you also so to make sure that the soap comes off the um right. off the well it's got to come off that's why you have the rinse thing because if you put soap in with the sanitizer it breaks down the sanitizer so it doesn't do its job properly uh if you're if you have the drain boards on both ends you want to have the drain board next to the uh, wash sink set up just the whole pans basically so that's where you're going to pile everything the only thing it should be in the dishwater should be something you're getting ready to wash for me the only time i set up the sinks is when i know i'm going to be doing dishes because if you're if you're not careful and you set it up and then okay i'll just get back to it later both the uh, soap water it cools off so now it's not going to be the right temperature and the health department comes in they stick a thermometer in it. it's not the right temperature to wash in so you don't want to have it set up ahead of time the sanitized water because of the nature of sanitizer it's always evaporating so when you test it 
when you first set it up, it might be the right strength, but as time goes on and you're not using it, it's still extruding that uh, sanitizer, it's evaporating, so it gets weaker and weaker and weaker, even with you not using it. So I just, I don't even mess with setting them up until I'm going to be washing those dishes. But I make sure that whatever's stacked there is nice and neat as I can possibly get it. And I'll rinse stuff off so that I'm not, you know, taking a pan of chili and it's got still food sitting in it. You know, scrape it out so it's semi-clean and just set it there and then stack another pan and another pan. morning and that's it for today you guys have a fantastic day if you've not had an opportunity make us a part of your morning routine we also have the youtube channel it's under my name helen kramer you can join the r apps family facebook group you can catch my um, calendar link there if you're interested in getting your mobile app started it's an amazing deal right now with no money down it's only less than $24 a week, and we create marketing ads for your business and post them on social media platforms. But your mobile app will be connected to all your social media platforms, so your customers only have one place to go. If you're listening to this podcast on any other station, make sure you sign up for the Food Truck Training Group and purchase Bill Moore's book, Food Truck 101. We have our weekly meetings every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's 6 Mountain and 5 Pacific. All of this information will always be posted on the Our Apps Family Facebook group and also the Food Truck Training Group under events. All right, you guys, continue to be kind to one another and God bless. Thank you.